morning, everyone. Good evening, Shabbos. Shabbos Mavarachim. Shabbos Chazak. Hope you're having a wonderful day. We continue. We left off. Yuma, the second chapter, page 26a on the top. Dr. Heligan Mishnah, Pius Ashlishi, the third lottery. Remember, the first lottery was who's going to scoop the ash and who's going to organize the bonfire, the wood, and who's going to bring the two logs of wood. The second one... The second one, we learned they had 13, 13, uh, uh, 13 jobs, and the one one was chosen, and everyone is right, right, is right, right, right. Cutting and cleaning the menorah, cleaning the inner altar, taking the uh, portions of the animal up to the ramp. A pious ashlishi, the third. We said all together were four every day. What was the third lottery? Those who never had a chance. Drew the lot who who will have be the one to do the incense. The mother will explain why only Hadasha. Oh, so they came and then drew a lot. And the fourth, Hadasha Those who never had a chance before, those who won the lottery already before, everyone together. The third, the second lottery was who was going to bring the different portions of the animal. They left it on the ramp. The fourth one was who's going to take it from the ramp and bring it to the altar on the fire. Okay. That's the mission. A person never got the incense twice. Never. Why? My timer, what's the reason? Because it makes you rich. So you want to give everyone a chance. Not fear. The guy, the same guy, can take it over and over again. By the way, it says today if you're a sandik by a briz, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's like it's like uh, the incense. It's a segula to be rich. So you, also, you don't want to give the same person the sandvik. You want to give another person an opportunity. You only did it once in your life. Yeah, in the base of Migdor, you carry only once in life. What's the reason? What's the reason? What's the connection? Where do you see that if you if you uh, offer the incense and the inner altar, you're going to become rich? If you're going to say, because it says in the pasuk at the end of the the end of Deuteronomy, you see, Mekteira Bapech Moshe, right? They say Baruch is giving the blessing. You see, Mekteira Bapech that they will the Levi the Kohenim they the one. Who put the Ketoidah and immediately afterwards it says Baruch Hashem Cheloi Hashem should bless his strength so you see that the Torah is telling you that by offering the incense Hashem will bless you you'll see a, a material blessing that's the case then you should do the same thing with offering the burnt offering it says the end of that verse it says and the, the burnt offering, which was entirely burnt on the Mizbeach, and then immediately afterwards, the Baruch Hashem Chela is closer to the Oila than it is to the Ketoidus. You can't compare. Oila is every day, all the time. So to say that everyone who brings an oil has become rich, <laughs> it's going to lose the value of being rich. If everyone, if everyone is a millionaire, then being a millionaire doesn't mean anything. Right, then it means nothing. <laughs> but, but if it's potatoes, uh, something, it's, uh, once, it's only once. We're saying that every did became rich? No, if you're going to say everyone who does an oil becomes rich, everyone becomes rich. No, but potatoes doesn't, yeah. Oilers, you do, you're doing constant oilers. Oilers, the whole time you're bringing oilers. 
The Mizbeach was never, was never left empty. You're bringing thousands of, hundreds and thousands of oilers a day. So every coin is bringing oilers and come rich. Doesn't make sense. Incense is once a day. A half in the morning, half in the yeah, yeah. So, so therefore, three hundred sixty-five million years. Okay, that you can handle. But if, if every coin, right? Exactly. <laughs> We don't find a rabbi who's going to be a, a, a guide, a rab, rabbi, a paisik, unless he comes from the tribe of Levi. Why? Or from the tribe of Yisach. Levi, the Sivit says, Yehidimish Batachalayakim. Moshe said in his blessing to each tribe, his tribe of Levi, they are going to teach the laws to Yaakov, the halachas to Yaakov, to the Jewish people. Yisachar, the Tzibbet says, Ubnei Yisachar, the sons of Yisachar, Yedei Bina Le'itim. It says in the book of Chronicles, that from the children of Yisachar, they know Bina Le'itim Le'das Mayasi Yisrael. They know what to do. They know the calendar, they can figure out astronomy, and they, they can guide them what to do. So also, if you find a rabbi, he must be either from a he must be a levi, or he must be from Yisachar. Frankly, what if Yehuda Nami? He should say maybe from the tribe of Yehuda. The Chizit says, it says Yehuda. It says Yehuda. Mechayik. It says until him. Ligila the Liman Nasher Ephraim Moiz Roshi Yehuda Mechayik. Yehuda is my lawmaker, legislator, lawmaker. To be Yehuda Mechayik. But the Gemara, the Gemara answers as Sukkah Shmaita live with the Hilfes that come in. What I'm saying is to be able to do the halacha according to the way the truth is. So that's only Levi and Yisachar. Mechaykiki means to teach the laws of the Torah. That Yehuda also. Mechaykiki teaches the laws of the Torah. Mechaykiki teaches my chukim. But when he says Yehuda mishpatechel yaka, when it says Yehuda bine. Yisachar yoyde bina leitem ladas mayase. That's what Sukkah Shmaita Levitilch said. To be able to get it right according to Allah. It's funny because I mean, if you, if you meet someone from like like Rabbi Yudah Nasi, who's from a different shevet, Allah. I mean, it's a funny statement. Yeah. You know what? I think they're distinguishing between the oral and the written law, in my opinion. Okay, so that's the question. Why does he have to bring a Pasuk from Tehillim? It says clearly in Bedeshis. Yaakov, by the brachas, and Yaakov gave the brachas to the tribes. He said about Yehuda, a teacher of the laws of the from his children. So Tehillim says, there it's a bracha. A bracha... Either it's either it's fulfilled or it's not fulfilled. It's not a promise. It's a bracha. He's wishing. He's a hoping. Sometimes brachas are fulfilled. Sometimes brachas are not fulfilled. But here in Tehillim, he's saying a fact. Yehuda mechaykiki. It's a reality. It's a fact. It's a done deal. Yehudas, they're the teachers of the chukim. That's what he asked from Tehillim. Interesting. You give a bracha, it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be realized. You didn't make a separate payas for the afternoon sacrifice. 
any kayan that married her in the morning, did the exact same thing because it was exact identical. Whatever you had to do in the morning, you had to do in the evening. I mean, in the afternoon. So, so whoever won the lottery in the morning did the exact same thing in the afternoon. Maysville asked you a question. We learned shame from a fisum b'shachem, fisum We learned clearly, but I said not so. They're just like they had lottery in the morning and lottery in the afternoon. Of the morikitani, big tayedus only by tayedus. This was half in the morning and half in the evening. So since he didn't want the same person to do it twice, so they divided it two kainim. So instead of three hundred and sixty-five millionaires every year, yeah, there's six, uh, seven hundred and. Uh, and Right. 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 We learned, and it's talking about the no. It's talking about the daily sacrifice. Because loy, change from a face and loy, loy is in, in the masculine. Ketores is in the feminine. If he, if it was referring to the ketores, the insane should have said mefais and law for it, for the feminine. It says loy is referring to the carbon tamid. So it says clearly in the brayse. They also for the carbon tamid, just like they had a lottery in the morning. They also had a lottery for the afternoon sacrifice. Change it, you're right. Say law on the feminine. It's referring to the Christian. Oh, one second. Another question. We learned about I think shame of Faisal Law is Shachris, or Faisal Arvis. Shame from a Faisal Law, Shachris, or Faisal Arvis. So he says clearly double, twice. So he's referring to two different things. Law is referring to dictators, and law, you can't say law, law, he's saying clearly. So it is an act pious also for the sacrifice, for the afternoon sacrifice. But answers, I'm Rav Shmuel. Yes, a hacha b'Shabbos haskinon. It's only in Shabbos. Why? Why in Shabbos do you have a separate lottery for the afternoon? Because hoyel mishmaris mischadches. Because since they changed, it was a change of the guard. When was the change of the guard? The mishmaris, the weekly mishmaris. It was, it was in the middle of Shabbos. So therefore, in the morning, the old Mishmar, the Mishmar that's leaving, that was the last thing they did, their final goodbye. And the new Mishmar that came in, they took care of the afternoon sacrifice. But according to your question, when you ask the question, the mission says there were four Pisces. According to you, there's more than four. Because in the morning and the afternoon. So what's even your question? How can he even ask you what's your question? The mission is clearly four. What answers? Oh, no. Was all the lottery was only four times. And in the morning. But in the morning, they, 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 they stopped, they counted twice. One was for who's going to do the morning, then do again the number. While they're all gathered already, 
You can do already two twice for the morning and for the afternoon. A separate, a separate lottery. For, draw a separate lottery for the afternoon. That was the idea. That was the thought. So he says no. There was only one, and the one who won the first in the morning did the identical service in the afternoon, except for Shabbos. They had a separate lottery because it was a new group yeah, of kainim, yeah, a new group of kainim. You can't have the old group doing the afternoon. Okay. During the week, it's okay. During the week, it's okay. It's only one. Yeah. Okay. The Mishnah says, "Aravi, the fourth pious chadashim in Yishanim." Everyone together, even if you had a chance, you can win one after the other. says, whoever won the lottery, the second lottery, to take all the portions of the animal, carry it up the ram, that very same koyin takes that portion of the animal and takes it from the ram to the altar and puts it on the fire. So there was no fourth, fourth pious. Why do you need a fourth pious? You don't need a fourth lottery. Well, Michael, if you wanted the arguing, what's the argument of Lesbian Yaakov and the rabbis? Mar Sovar, Bedevam Hadas Melech. But by the way, why did they divide it? Why didn't they just take it up the ramp and, st- and take it straight to the altar? Because it was a very high ramp, a very long ramp. So he broke it down into two steps. First he placed it on the bottom half of the ramp. And then it was picked up and taken to the altar and, and put on, placed on the fire. Right. So what's the argument of Lezim Yaakov and the rabbis? Mars over holes. The, the time in the Mishnah holds that you want the more the merrier it's an honor for the king when more people are engaged yeah. so you make a separate have a separate separate group of kainim we're going to take the portion of the animal up the ra- from the ram onto the altar onto the place on the fire it's not, it's not the proper that the koyin Who's, who's serving Hashem was bringing the, the, or the parts of the animal up the ramp he places the middle of the ramp and, and walks away Do take it all away because it shows it shows as if it's a bother for him he doesn't want to be bothered he can't be bothered I'll just do I'll do a half a job I don't want to it's too, too much of a bother it's not nice for Hashem you should have the energy and the strength and the alacrity I want to finish the job So the same one who placed it down, okay, you want to give him a break, it's very, it's a long ramp, it's, it's tiring, it's, it's heavy, fine, place it down, give yourself a rest, and then continue. You have to finish the job. Especially if he wants to be the Kohen Gadol. So he says, I'm a Rabbi says, Lloyd, I bless him in Yaki, we still have Yehuda, we still have Yaki. He says, <laughs> Abel doesn't hold like Abi Yehuda, and Abi Yehuda cannot hold like Abel Why? Remember, what did Abi Yehuda say? We learned earlier. What did Abi Yehuda say? We learned yesterday. Abi Yehuda said, Yeah. 
In other words, the Tanakama argues Rebbe. Tanakama holds that there was two separate pious. There was a pious for the for the Tadis and the pious who's going to bring the coals up. And Abhuda argues and says, no, there's only a pious for who's going to do the incense, and he cho- and the one he chose the one next to him to do to bring up the coals. So Rabbi says, Abelazim and Yaakov holds like Rabbi Yehuda, but Rabbi Yehuda does not hold like Abelazim and Yaakov. Abelazim and Yaakov holds like Rabbi Yehuda. The Imkain Batsula Payasis. If Rabbi Yehuda holds like Abelazim and Yaakov, then there's only three pious. And the, and the Mishnah says there's four. So where's the fourth? There's no fourth one. According to Abelazim and Yaakov, where's the fourth? So Rabbi Yehuda cannot hold like Abelazim and Yaakov. He holds there is a fourth. That there's a separate Kayanim who take it up from the ram to the Kayanim. But, but Rabbi Lezeb ben Yaakov could hold. No, Rashi says Rabbi Lezeb ben Yaakov cannot hold like like cannot hold like, like Rabbi Yehuda. Cannot hold like each other. Because if Rabbi Lezeb ben Yaakov holds like Rabbi Yehuda, he's missing a fourth. He must hold like the rabbi that was. A, where's the fourth? No, it was clear there was four. For whatever reason, we knew there was four payasas. No one argues there was four. Only argument is which were the four. Shabbalazim and Yaakov says he takes out the Mishnah. The Mishnah says that the fourth one was a separate kain and was going to take it up from the ram to the altar. He removes that. Instead, he holds like the rabbis and Rabbi Huda that there was two payasas for the ketitis. One was for who's going to burn the incense on the inner altar. One who's going to bring the coals from the outer altar to the inner altar. So you have four altogether. Rabbi Yehuda says no, there was only one for the incense. So where's the fourth? He must hold like our Mishnah, not like Shabbalazim and Yaakov. And if you find a Tanah who says five, that there were five payasis. I would like Rabbi Lezabiyaka, like Rabbi Yehuda. Can't be not like Rabbi Yehuda, because there's no fifth. The only way you can say five is if you hold, not like a Lezabiyaka, like our Mishnah, that there was a pious, a separate group of Kainim who took it up from the ramp to the altar, and you hold like the rabbis of Rabbi Yehuda, that the incense was two, 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 two uh, lots. One, two separate lots. One for who's going to burn the incense, one who's going to take the coal. Okay, very good. Next mission. Look, they look at mission. Tomit Kadev, Bitisha, Basada, Bachados, Rishne Mosul, Pachas, Layas, the carbon Tomit. He's, he's talking about after the slaughter. He's talking about from uh, taking the parts of the animal. Was brought either with nine kainim. You took nine kainim to take the different parts of the animal that were cut up, or, but, or ten kainim. Sometimes it was taken with ten kainim. Sometimes Bachad Asr, 11. Sometimes with Shnei Masr, 12. But not less than 9, not more than 12. Kate said, why the variation? It's the same Tamid. Kate said, it's Every day, the carbon itself is done with 9. Like he said, five kainim brought the organs, like we learned earlier. Remember the five different opinions, the order of who brought up which first and which second and which third and which fifth. Which fifth. The head was always right. Right. Then you had a kain who brought the intestines. That's number six. Then you had someone who brought the flower, number seven. 
then he had someone who brought up the minchas chavitin in the pan, the, the mincha number eight, and then he had one for the for the wine libation. That's nine. Ubechag in the holiday of Sukkot, he also in addition to the wine libation, you have the water. To the carbon tummy, in addition to the accompanying wine libation, you also have the water. This is Ramayim. That's ten. Bechag biyadechet sluchish l'mayim and he cannot sell. Bein harbayim in the afternoon every day you needed eleven kohen. Why? Who atzmei v'tisha nine? Who shnayim biyadam shnekiz yetsim and the two you have to add the two logs. In the morning, that was part of the first pious. Remember, the rabbis then included it in the first pious when they saw no one was no one was interested. So they they added to make it interesting. They added the one the scoop. Whoever got the scoop, the ash also no one would wake up so early in the middle of the night for scooping ash. So they added to it to make it prominent. They're also going to set up the bonfire, the wood, and bring the two logs, fresh logs, in the morning. But in the afternoon, so that was done by the first pious. The second pious was for the sacrifice. That was only nine. But in the afternoon, it was all part had to be done simultaneously. So in addition to nine, you had another two kainim who won. Each one of them brought one of the two logs that had to be added to the fire by the before the afternoon by the afternoon sacrifice. Okay, so that's eleven. Where do you get twelve? Watch me. Shabbat Shalom. The Shabbos, Shabbos. Who like every every afternoon eleven? Who asks me? Oh, who asks me? Betish. And two of them carried. You also on top of that, you also burned the frankincense that was on the shubra table. Yes. So he's a great guy. He's a great guy. He's talking about Shabbos of Sukkot. He's talking about in, in the morning. This is in the morning. No, in general, yeah. In the morning. In the morning on, on, on Shabbos, in the morning of Shabbos was 12. Because you had nine. No, a regular Shabbos was 11. 11. A regular Shabbos was 11 because he had nine plus the two spoons. And then on Shabbos, on Sukkot, altogether was 12. Okay, so that's the maximum. The maximum you can have, Shabbos and Sukkot, get 12 kainim, each one holding something else to do the carbon tamid properly. Everything that accompanied. No, they say from from after the shkita. That was the shkita and, and sprinkling. He's not counting that. And besides the shechting and the sprinkling, that's the thir- That's the the thirteen was the shechting, um, the sprinkling. Um, so you had like this. You had 
when a person does that, it's not just You have this shakti. Then you have the sprinkling. Then you had the, the menorah, cleaning the menorah and cleaning the incense. So here, but here we're talking about the carbon. Besides, only the carbon. Besides the shechting and the sprinkling, you had nine. And you had then you had on a regular nine on sukkahs you had ten. Um, in the afternoon, in the afternoon you had eleven. Shabbos you had eleven in the morning. And Shabbos and sukkahs you had twelve. Okay. When do you pour the water libation? It was in the morning, daily sacrifice. We do we know this? Because it says now Mishnah. That he's talking about the morning, the daily sacrifice. Because he's talking about Thomas Shabbin Abayim. Then even in the afternoon, because every afternoon you said you had, you had eleven, together with the two wood. So every afternoon, every 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 sukkah in the afternoon you had twelve, because you had to add the water libation. You see, no, it was only done in the morning. Oh, it wasn't repeated in the afternoon. Only in the morning sacrifice did you pour. That's when they were up all night until the morning sacrifice, and that's when they poured the water libation. We learn clearly in the Brayzel. The one who pours the water, pick up, lift up your hands. Everyone should see that you're pouring the water. Because there was a heretic who did not, a tzaduki, who didn't believe in the oral tradition. Doesn't say anywhere. Does not say anywhere in the Torah you should make a water libation. It's it's Allah. It's it's something that the rabbis received. Allah We learn it's hinted at in the Torah. But it's not clearly. So they did not believe in it. So there was one Kayan Gadl who was a Tzuduki. So he pretended. Everyone, he, you know, everyone gathered around and they were up all night and they were dancing and celebrating. And they pretend, but he pretended when he poured, instead of pouring in the corner of the altar, yes. he poured it on his feet. He poured it out because he didn't believe in the whole thing. And they stoned him. With Esraim. <laughs> they were so upset, they were so incensed, the chutzpah of this Kayan Gadol that they've literally strummed them. You have a million Jews throwing their Esraim, it's enough to kill you. They stoned him. I don't know if he died, but they stoned him. So we see clearly, so what? What's the proof? How do we see from this? Lelonesik is in the morning. Why does he have to say Be'esri? What do I care? They stoned him. Why does he have to tell me Be'esri Geyem? He's coming to teach me. It's only B'Shas Metulav in the morning. Shachris, when you have the Lulav and Esri. That's what he's coming to teach me. That's what they said. Lift up your hand so we can see where you're pouring it. Are you pouring it over the corner of the altar? You're pouring it, and pouring it by, by your feet, pouring it out. You know, when, when you're eating somewhere and someone gives you food, you don't want to eat it. You don't want to embarrass the host. So when they're not looking, you put it under the table, you put it in your pocket. <laughs> so make sure there's no, no shenanigans. Okay. He says... 
Mother says, Tani, we learn, Rabshim Mechayim, Minayin, how do we know Tomashim and Abayim, Shaton Shnegizri, Eitzim Shnegayim, how do we know that in the afternoon sacrifice you have to bring two fresh logs? Don't forget, the fire was burning 24 7. But how do we know that you have to bring two fresh logs also in the afternoon sacrifice? In the morning it says. But how do you know also again in the afternoon sacrifice? And then it says, Va'orhu Eitz, Main, Inyil Tomashashach. It's an extra pasik. The Sibir already says of Biralakain eight sim in the plural, the minimum of two babaika babaika every morning. So so why does it come to add? Say it's talking about the afternoon sacrifice. Maybe they're both talking about the morning. The morning sacrifice. Maybe it's telling you twice. Bring two logs and bring another set of two logs. Altogether four logs. If that's the case, name Makro, beer or beer. Just as it says, Baboiker, Baboiker, every morning it says, Obeer, Obeer. He should say the same expression. If he's just coming to say you should do the identical thing, here it's because here it says, Ba'orhu eats. And then before it says a beer. Why is it here? It says a beer and it says ba'arhu. It's talking about a different, a different set, a different uh, organization, different time, different. Pl- in the morning, one Kayan, one Kayan brings both logs. In, in each of his hands, he carries another log. The Kayan who, who does the ashes, it's one Kayan. In the afternoon, it's two separate Kayanim. So that's why the Torah can say Ubir Ubir, because then he would say it will be identical. The Torah changes the expression to say that here you should have two Kayanim. Each one should only carry one of the logs. So it's different than the morning. So Tate has to change the language. So what's the proof? In other words, maybe I'll tell you it's really talking about the morning. Both in the morning. The Tate is telling me, one, the first set of logs, one single Kayan organizes both logs. Then bring another two logs, but have a separate Kayan carry each log. But it's all in the morning. How do I know it's in the afternoon? Is the Pasuk talking about the morning? Pasuk, yeah, the Pasuk starts out in the morning. The Pasuk starts out in the morning. We say it every morning. It's talking about the morning. It's talking about the morning. But since it's extra, since it's extra, so he says it must be talking about the afternoon. The extra Pasuk. Because it's extra. They already said it. It's repeating the same thing. It's a rule. If, you're not, if it's not relevant to this, take it for another Indian. It's coming to teach me something else. A different time, a different time. No, he already said. He said already in the morning, bring two rocks. Eight sim is two rocks. No. Two in the afternoon. No. Yeah, yeah. I thought he was saying here no. No. He brings in addition to the morning. How do I know that besides the morning? The Titus is talking about the morning. That's the whole part of it. Yeah. Two in the morning. But the question is, how do I know in the afternoon? Maybe bring four logs in the morning. Two and two in the morning. Wait, no, but I thought then we would have 12 people on a weekday. Forget about that. Because... Because of on, on a so, maybe, so maybe it would. I'm saying no. He's at, the fact is, it's in the afternoon. Rabbi Shimon says, "Where do we know no, this?" He said also in the morning. 
Yeah, because that's his first pious. That's the first pious. It's nothing to do. The first Kayan who gets the ash, he's the one who brings both logs. Here we're talking about the second pious. The second pious. The second pious in the morning, if the morning carbon, that's nothing to do with the wood. But in the afternoon, the fourth pious, which is for the afternoon sacrifice, that was the last pious. Everything had to go then. Everything had to be done. Right? Yes. No, we're talking about from that pious. Together with the carbon comet. The, the, the morning, the agent was done before the carbon, the morning, at night. Yeah. Here, this was done at the time of the carbon comet. Measure because the Mizbeach of Moshe was a very small Mizbeach. And you had to walk around. We already learned it. You had to walk around it. So, so every log had to be the same. It wasn't huge logs at all. It had to be. Yes, exactly. Exactly, exactly. And one could carry two. The first Kayan carried both. They weren't big logs at all. It was an amma, a foot and a half. It wasn't. No, no, no. It had to be the same measurement as forever as like by Moshe Rabbeinu. Moshe Rabbeinu was very tiny, very small. And the Kayan had to walk around the altar. So you, you, it was very limited. Yeah, we learned that. We learned the exact measurement. Exactly. So the question is, how do I know there was? Uh, how do we know from the pasuk that it was in the afternoon? Maybe both were in the morning. So he says. She still should have used the same expression. But he should have changed, switched from single to plural. The first time he would have said, be a one, single kayan, carries both logs, one in each hand. And the next one, Ubiray. The next one should be two kainim. Each one carries only one log, but all in the morning. Since he changes viara, she's coming to teach me that this that when the two kainim brought the two logs, that was in the afternoon, together with the afternoon sacrifice. But it should have been the same expression. If it's all in the same time, Varchu, Varach, and the singular Varchu. So since he changes it, Mayu Bir, Uvarchu, Shmaminok, the Kamlinon. Like we said, Tanavchia, Pius, Pamim, Yedgimel, Pamim, Yedal, Pamim, Tezvav, Pamim, Tezayim. Sometimes they had 13 lotteries, sometimes 14, sometimes 15, sometimes 16. Whatever Tanya Yedzayim. Sometimes we said 17. I would like Rabbi Lezim and Yaakov, Rabbi Yehuda. That does not, not like Rabbi Lezim and Yaakov. Only Kedabi Yehuda. No, he means, he doesn't mean 14, 13, uh, 13 uh, lotteries. He means sometimes with 13, like we learned in our Mishnah, if you count everything, 13, the number of the shita, the sprinkling, the cleaning the menaira, cleaning the altar, and the sacrifice was nine. But then Pamim Yudalot, like we learned. Because sometimes it was 10. Sometimes it was 15. Sometimes it was 11. Sometimes it was 16. 16 Kayanim were chosen. Because sometimes it was 12, right? Shabbos and Sukkot. But you said we learned 17. He said, that's not like Ablazim and Yaakov. He hold that one Kayan. Would take the organs from the from the ram from the ram to the altar. So it's seventeen. 
Not like a blazer miyak. According to a blazer miyak, there was no seventh. But he can hold like Rabbi Yehuda, who says there was no pious for the coals. And Rabbi Huda, we said, does not hold like a blazer miyak. Because if Rabbi Huda holds, holds like a blazer miyak, then you're missing one. There's only three. So since he doesn't hold like a blazer miyak, according to Rabbi Huda, you needed one to take from the ram to the altar. So there's only one Kayan who took all everything up to the all of the portions, all everything up to the from the ram to the altar. According to Rabbi Huda, there was seventeen because it was a separate Kayan who would take it up from from the ram onto the altar and place it on the altar. Okay. Next mission. Okay, we get through three missions today. Ayil Kadev Achados. A ram, you needed 11 koyanim for the ram. And he spells it out. The meat was cut up, just like the sheep. Five five different parts, right? The head with the hind right leg, and the leg and the, the left hind leg, and the tail, and the two front legs, and the, the flanking, and the... And the neck and the and the, uh, the neck and the and the breast. Okay, so it was divided up, chopped up into and then then this uh, Then you had akrivayim, you had the intestines, which is separate. Vasilis for the for the flour that accompanied the the meat, the offering. Vayayin the libation, the wine libation that accompanied. So all together, how many do you have? Name us twelve. <laughs> Oh no! I'm, I'm sorry. Twelve. Uh, Which one is three? Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the soilus was two esrenim, so it was two kind. So. Each are two. Ah, b'shnayim shnayim. Right. The kravayim was two, and the soilus was two, and the yayim was two. So all together, you have six and five, it's eleven. Okay. B'shnayim shnayim. Par, a bull, karuv be'esrim ba'arbu. Twenty-four. Biggest of all. Biggest of all. It's a bull. It's not a sheep or a ram. It's not veal. This is this is meat. This is a ribeye you're talking about. Karuv be'esrim the head and the right the hind leg is together, one. Varegel and the front two legs, Bishnayim, two. Varegel, the, the tail and the left hind leg is, is one, Bishnayim. Oh, Haresh Varegel, yeah. Oh, he says the the regel because it was big. Since everything was larger, so it was different. The roish was one, but the regel, the hind right leg, was bishnayim. Needed two kainim to carry it. So the tail was it was a big tail. He needed two. and the leg, the left hind leg was also two. The neck and the and the breast. The breast was one. The neck three. Wow. The two front legs. He needed two kind. The two flanking. 
Two. Hakravayim, the intestines, vasailis, and the flower of ayayin, accompanying flower of ayayin, and the wine, each one of them, shleish, shleish. So do the math altogether, it's 24. This was only in the in the public sacrifices. But if it's a single sacrifice, a person is donating, bringing his own carbon. If he wants, he can do it himself. You don't need a pious. You don't have. You don't need a lottery. You don't need a whole system, right? Right. You don't need the union. He can do it himself. <laughs> Basically, the first, the, the, that was, there was more sacrifices that were personal throughout the day. Sure, absolutely. So you didn't need all the guys that were Right, exactly. He says, But the, the removal of the, skin, the skinning of the animal and cutting it up was equal whether it was a public sacrifice or was a, a communal sacrifice. A communal sacrifice or a, or a private sacrifice. Yeah. yeah, so the Gemara says, Tana, we learn that a czar can do it, even a stranger can do it. Even a public sacrifice, a communal sacrifice, even a, a non koyin could also skin it and, 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 and cut it up. If it's a good butcher, you don't need a koyin. Can a, can a, can a boy? No, 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 of course not. He's not allowed, he's not allowed to even close to the temple. He's not allowed to even get close to the temple. Even in the hill, he wouldn't allow a non-Jew to step foot there. In the temple? Of course not. How do we know this? It says, You only need a koyim to place the sacrifice on the fire. But Stop over here. Everyone have one for day. Good Shabbos. <laughs>